Welcome into the Gridiron Grind. It's our Dallas Cowboys NFL Pod 2-3 and Jimmy G. Jimmy Cowboys off a big win. Go out to California on a Monday night. Take care of business. We talked about it in a live postgame show, but uh, huge win for the Cowboys on, back on Monday night. Big win, man. Needed needed that win to try and right the ship and keep the season moving forward. So, uh, yeah, I was glad to uh, come away with a win out there and, you know, Kind of like what we talked about a little bit in college football is like, okay, we need – you got to have some teams lose, and we had the 49ers and the Eagles both lose. So, uh, you know, it was a good weekend all the way around. But, yeah, you got to take care of the games on your schedule. Can't always Absolutely. rely on other teams to lose. But we did just that, man. I, I was worried about that one, Trey, because I thought yeah. Kellen Moore – this had the potential to get out of hand with Kellen Moore uh, trying to light us up. But our defense was just too much. There's something about the Chargers. They just they find ways to lose close games. Uh, the Cowboys. I mean, that was a huge win. Being going into the bye, getting a win. You're four and two. Think of three and three. If we're three and three right now. Big difference between mm-hmm. three and three and four and two. Yeah, you know, two games over five hundred, or you'd have been five hundred. So it was a huge game, especially when the Niners and Eagles uh, lose. You had to take advantage. So now you go into the bye. And now the Eagles have one of the toughest games they got. But uh, before we talk about them, there was something, a controversy. You know, Monday Night Football on ESPN, all they did was show that uh, crazy Chargers fan lady who was going berserk. Mm-hmm. And then reports came out, and I don't know where they came from. Uh, there was articles being written and people talking about she was a paid actress, that the Chargers – were worried that there were going to be so many Cowboy fans, which there were. They said it was like 80% Cowboy fans. So they had to start paying actresses to be Charger fans in the stands to try to combat all the Cowboy fans. And so that ran basically all day Tuesday. But then she did a couple interviews, and uh, I've watched them. I believe her. She says she's just a passionate mother of four and Chargers fan. And that's how she is every game. So I believe it. I I, I don't do know. You? She's a, I, I believe she's probably not a paid actress. Like, you know, I mean, how many times did we see, uh, you know, in college football, they sort of they'll find someone and focus in on them. Yeah. You know, as soon as they find someone that kind of plays to the camera and is, you know, charismatic and stuff or gives them great content, they sort of keep focusing on it. And I mean, her facial expressions, man, she was very. uh very animated. So yes, I don't know. I just it wouldn't surprise me if she was a paid actress, but right now I don't believe that she is. So no, I don't. I believe her. I believe she's a real fan, real lady. So yeah, wouldn't surprise me though. Wouldn't put it past somebody to, to do that. Yeah, around the league, we talked about the Niners and Eagles lose, and now looking ahead of this week, Cowboys off week. Eagles host the Dolphins. Dolphins might be the best team in the NFL when they got their A game. Uh, Eagles at home at Sunday night football. Eagles favored by two. And then the Niners go to the Vikings. Vikings on Monday night football. Uh, 49ers road favorite at minus seven. So the question, Jimmy, are the Cowboys in first place by Monday? Very well could happen, you know. If the Eagles lose, they'd they'd be tied. So. You know, we talk about before you can lose the you can easily lose the bye week, suspensions, injury, yeah, s- stupidity. You can lose the bye week pretty fast. 
You can also win the bye week. And this would be exactly how, as you have other teams uh, in the division or in the conference ahead of you lose some games. So, yeah, I could I could easily uh, I could see it, especially if Philly doesn't uh, doesn't handle this adversity well. I think they will. I think they're a good enough team, too. But also, it's not like they're bouncing back. You know, I think the 49ers definitely have a more favorable matchup against the Vikings, who just some reason can't get it together. But that's also not a sleeper either, because we've seen if McCaffrey and Debo, if you take away weapons, you know, then Brock Purdy kind of looks mortal. So I think Philly uh, is in a better position to bounce back. But then again, they have to go up against this Miami offense that can put you know, 70 on you Ooh. if you're not careful. So in the start, gonna be, uh, uh, it's going to be a good weekend. One of the starting corners, I think it's questionable for the Eagles. So, I mean, they get some matchups with some Tyreek Hill. So I'm going to predict yes. I think the Dolphins beat the Eagles, and I think Cowboys will be tied for first place by Monday. And I think I love the it. Cowboys play the Rams, host the Rams, and then go to Philadelphia. Um I mean, this is uh next couple of weeks are huge. We went over Philadelphia's schedule. They got a gauntlet of a schedule basically the rest of the way. So the Cowboys have a huge opportunity, win the bye week, and get clicking. Get the defense, maintain, offense, get clicking, get better. I think the Cowboys, they got a legitimate shot. Better shot than I thought two weeks ago. Yeah, no joke. I mean, uh, I didn't know what I didn't know what the season wouldn't call it panic, but it was pretty close to panic. After that Cardinals game, I just went, I don't know, man. I don't that's you know, caught us by surprise. Yeah. But we have, you know, I, we figured it out. Seemingly you know, the Cowboys then, so. every year though, we have a game where we just, you know, you play 17 games now. We have a mm-hmm. game where we get blown out, you know, once a year. Almost everybody does. It happens. And then we'll have a game where we'll blow somebody out, like the Vikings last year. Mm-hmm. It just comes out of nowhere and it just happens. But the Cardinal one is impressive or surprising the most. And, uh, but we'll see. Cardinals haven't looked near as good since the next week they play the Niners close, but then they've hadn't been competitive the last couple of games. Um, so, uh, but we're, that's why I like it would have been panic central if the Cowboys lose that game to go to three to three. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like you said, big difference going in four and two versus three and three into the bye week. Uh, and then especially, you know, you, you've got, I think Jerry, despite the general public consensus, I think Jerry really does want to win one uh, one last time Yeah, uh, before he goes to that big stadium in the sky. And so I think us going in at three and three, you might have us make some panic moves either on the roster or, you know, Stuff like that. So yeah, going into four and two, got some stuff to build on, and then uh, always good to get a win over uh, former coaches and stuff yep. like that. So, and the Chargers, you know, of course they're without Mike Williams, but I mean they had everybody else was there. So, I mean they're a good offense. That Palmer uh, received what's his name, Troy Palmer, or? Jordan Palmer, Jordan Palmer, or uh, something like that. Yeah, it's. Number Palmer, five, yeah. number five. I mean, he's mo- one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Yeah. Um, he gets overshadowed because they have Allen and Williams. But, I mean, I watched him last year at Torch Guys. Um, the dude's good. I picked him up for my fantasy team this week because I said, well, we'll see what happens. 
Kimo. We'll either uh, take we'll either take care of business or we won't. So good move. All right, let's go to our next segment. Questions of the week. Questions of the week. Yeah, get them in at gridirongrindsports at gmail.com. Gridirongrindsports.com is our website. Comment on the videos. We're on Twitter, Instagram. This question, you can also comment on our videos. This question comes from Steve from Sherman, Texas. Oh, I know Steve. Steve from Sherman, Texas. Question is, Jimmy, for us. This is a good one. What is more likely to happen this year? The Rangers win the World Series or the Cowboys win the NFC East? What's more likely to happen this season? I'm going to go with Cowboys win the NFC East. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those, you know, do you bet the – you can bet this or you can bet the bet the field. Safe bets always bet the field. So I'm going uh, – Cowboys have won the NFC East before several times. Uh, Rangers have never won the World Series, so just uh, history. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna err on the side of history and go Cowboys. More likely, the Cowboys win the NFC East this season. Rangers uh, still have a. I mean, it's the Astros. Anything can happen. And we're recording this on Wednesday before Wednesday night's game, so we don't know what happens Wednesday night. So as of right now, Rangers up two zero. So that's where we're at. It just, you know, anything can happen. And then you got, you know, the team on the other side. At least with the Cowboys uh, and the NFC East, you know what you've got in the Dolph or in the uh, Giants and the Commanders. You know, you've got to beat the Eagles. Uh, you got to have them maybe slip up to a division. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think it's more likely the Cowboys win the NFC East. I'd love for both to happen. What a great, yeah. uh, what a great year it would be! Uh, Rangers win the World Series and Cowboys win the division. So we'll I, see. But. I'm going to make an argument for the other way. I think <laughs> it's more likely the Rangers win the World Series, and here's why: right. simple math. The Rangers, like we said, they're two and zero. As we're, time of recording this, they're up two zero on the Astros. They have to win to win the World Series. They have to win six more games: two more against the Astros and four in the World Series. And then they, okay. they win the World Series. So six wins. The Cowboys to win the NFC East, they set up four and two. I think it's going to take 13 wins. I think you're going to have to be 13 and four to win the NFC East. Maybe 12 and five, but we've been 12 and five two years in a row and we didn't, mm-hmm. and we didn't win it last year. So I think if you wanted to make sure you won it, I'm going to say 13 wins. Therefore, now the Eagles went 14 and three last year. I don't think they're 14 and three this year. So I'm gonna say it takes 13 wins. Therefore, we are four and two right now. Cowboys would need nine more wins to win the NFC East. Therefore, since the Rangers only need six, I'm gonna say it's more likely the Rangers win the World Series over Cowboys winning the East. I like it. So simple math is where I came to. Like you said, would be ecstatic if both could happen. Yeah, it'd be a great, be a and, great year. And I mean, history's on the Cowboys' side, too, because the NFC East hadn't had a repeat winner in 20 years. And it's either going to be the Cowboys or Eagles. I mean, it ain't going to be the Giants or Commanders. But simple math, I'll make the argument for the Rangers. Thanks for the question, Steve from Sherman, Texas. Again, we love getting our questions in. Send them in. 
anyway, if you have our number, Texas, email us. Our email is gridirongrindsports at gmail.com. Our website, gridirongrindsports.com. Or DM us, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, comment on our video. We'll get to the questions. Our last segment today is our bets. And boy, are we hot. Hottest show on YouTube continues on our NFL bets. College, we talked about yesterday. We're as combined just under 500. But the NFL, we're scorching hot. We're winning. So we need to go back to school yeah. and college, but NFL, we're professionals. We're winning twice as many as we lose. And in, in the mm-hmm. betting world, you, I mean, that's as good as it gets. Last week, I was 2-1. and one. Jimmy was 3-0, and oh, went 3-0 and oh on unders. For the season, I'm 12-7. and seven. Jimmy is 14-7 and seven for a combined 26-14. and 14. Again, I mean, we're winning twice as many as we Pretty lose. Good. I mean, we're, we're as hot, hot as a pistol. So let's stick with us on the NFL. We're going to try to stay that way. Uh, I think Jimmy's got four and I got three this week. So we'll let Jimmy start it off with his uh, first bet. Sorry, my first one going Thursday night game. Jaguars Saints under 40. Trevor Lawrence, thumb issue. That's going to be a big loss to the Jaguars. Saints have a good defense. Um, Short week. uh, Not a long time for Lawrence to get that thumb deal under control. Give me Saints. Give me Jaguars at the Saints under 40. Jimmy, staying on the under train. Don't blame mm-hmm. him after a 3 0 week. I'm actually going to join you. I got two unders for you this week Steelers, Rams under 44. I think the Steelers defense is legit. The problem is sometimes they're too legit. They've scored a lot of defense of touchdowns, they get a lot of fumbles. TJ Watt has been spectacular. I think the Steelers. Find a way to just make it ugly enough like they usually do. I mean, they're competitive as it gets. Someone again, or excuse me, someone Tomlin, again, uh, winning record, or hadn't had a losing record since he's been the head coach. I think the Steelers make this ugly, low-scoring defensive matchup. I like Steelers-Rams under 44. I have that exact same bet. Mark me down for that. I love that bet, uh, like you said, Steelers coming off a bye. Defense is going to be rested, ready to go. And uh, Rams get cut back, and then of course they have uh, the you know the rookie. I can't say his name. Puka Nakuga. I don't know, but that guy you know Cooper. He's stuck. He's stuck. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford is a different quarterback when he's got pressure. Like some guys, mm-hmm. you know, Brady wasn't you know athletic as far as you know, a runner by any means, but he was really good in the pocket. Stafford, if he, he, when he gets uncomfortable, it's kind of like Jared Goff. Uh, If when they get uncomfortable, they decline significantly. One of those quarterbacks, you know, I mean, it's hard to do. I think the Steelers be able to pressure him. I do too. I do too. I'm staying with it. I'm, I'm staying, uh, staying on the under train. Browns Colts under 40. Anthony Richardson is contemplating having season-ending surgery. Brown's defense, we know what they can do. San Francisco knows what they can do. Uh, I think the Browns are going to be riding a high off that 49ers victory, and I think they're going to carry it in and take it out on the Colts as well. And uh, give me Brown's Colts under 40. Another one, I uh, this will probably be a game-time decision for me. But you know, Cleveland's favored one and a half in this. Yeah. Uh, I saw keep that. Keep an eye on that and see. Because I think uh I think there's a good shot if Watson plays, 
yep. there's a good shot uh, that Cleveland covers that. But as of right now, he's questionable. So I agree I'm with you. I had both of these. I had the Browns on my watch list, and I had the Browns Colts. I just uh, I didn't pull the trigger, but I'm gonna. I might now that you did. I'm gonna. I'm gonna highly consider it because Gardner Minshew love him to death, but he's not. I mean, he can make plays, but he can keep you competitive. You know, mm-hmm. you know they're not going to score a ton of points. It's also it depends on if Watson plays. Watson didn't play. I would really love the under forty, but then if he does play, you love the the uh, plus one. So, yep, monitor that one. All right, my second bet's also another under. It's Packers and Broncos under forty five. The Broncos stink. I mean, they're terrible. Russell Wilson has lost his mojo. He had it for a while, and it's gone. He's been terrible. In his two years with Denver, him and Sean Payton, it ain't working. I can I can just tell you, uh, Broncos are gonna have to do something at the quarterback position. Packers, they are a streaky offense. They are very explosive, but then uh, in their last game, I think it was a Thursday night game, uh, it was against the Lions. Mm-hmm. They didn't show up for three and a half quarters, and then they started slinging it all, all around. Uh, so the Packers can be explosive. The Broncos are decent on defense. I just don't think, even if the Packers get in the 30s, I don't have any confidence the Broncos can score. I mean, if they get to 14, that's their max. So, you know, you need the Packers to score 31 or less. And I think that's a high possibility. I just have no faith in the Broncos' offense. Packers-Broncos, under 45. I have that same bet, Trey. You're right. I think the Broncos' defense is good enough to do just enough to keep the Packers under Jordan Love is kind of a roller coaster this season. Um, Aaron Jones battling injuries at the running back position. So uh, all that to me says under. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Give me Packers Broncos under 45. I like it. Both on that one. All right. My last bet. I mentioned it earlier. I think the Cowboys are going to be in first place by Monday. For that to happen, the Eagles have to lose. And Sunday night football game, this is going to be maybe the game of the season so far. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys-Niners game was hyped up, but the Cowboys didn't show up. I think both teams show up for this one. I just think the Eagles aren't as good as they were last year. I mean, they're still a good football team. Don't get me wrong. Jalen Hurts is just not quite clicking like he was a season ago. I don't know why that is. If he can get the ball to A.J. Brown, I mean, he's great. But he threw three interceptions last week. The Dolphins, to me, when the Dolphins have been at their best, they're the best team in the league. I don't know if they'll be at their best, but they're still pretty good. They've had one dud against the Bills. Like we said, it's the NFL. That happens. I think this is a super competitive game. I think both teams show up. I think it's going to be a great Sunday night game. But I do think the Dolphins get the win. So I'm going to take the Dolphins and the points plus two against the Eagles. Yeah, and you're right. If he can't get the ball to A.J. Brown, that's when I think you may start seeing some bickering. Not that A.J. Brown's a diva. But these elite wide receivers, they come off as divas because they know, hey, man, I'm a game changer. You have to have a certain level of self-confidence to play professional sports as it is. Then when you're an elite level athlete like some of these guys are, like A.J. Brown is, you're going, man, get me the ball, man. Like, get me the ball. Like, let's help me help you help me take over this game. And, uh, yeah, if he can't figure that out, if they keep – kind of shutting A.J. Brown down and taking him out. Uh, could be a long season for Philly. So, yeah, I like that. 
Yeah. All right, here's I've, our- I've got my eye on the under on this one. Yeah. That'd probably a game time decision for me because I'm going, everything says it should be over, right? Philly's offense on paper, the Dolphins offense on the field, which is exactly why, like the Cowboys Chargers, that should have probably been over, right? Kellen Moore going to hang half a hundred on us, get the offense rolling. Nope. Went under by a mile. So that's another one. Keep your eye on. I would definitely lean the under in that game, Mm -hmm. but the only thing that scares me is the Dolphins have scored, would they score 70 in a game? Yeah. So that scares me. I don't think they're going to score 70 on the Eagles, but, I mean, they're capable of scoring 35-40. You know, that's that's what scares me. Um, So, but I would lean under because everybody, that's what – that's what Vegas is banking on, that everybody remembers them scoring 70. Well, they don't yep. score 70 every week. Yep. You don't definitely don't do it against a good team. So everybody keeps thinking that, and, and they got it at 52, which is not – it's high for NFL, but it's not that high. I mean, it's seven touchdowns and a field goal. So, all right, grand grand recap of our bets. Jimmy got a four spot for you. Thursday night, Jags, Saints under 40. Steeler Rams under 44. Browns, Colts under 40. Packers Broncos under 45. Jimmy went 3 0 in under bets last week. He's trying to go 4 0 this week. He's got four under bets. Myself, I have two unders Steelers Rams under 44, Packers Broncos under 45, and Dolphins plus two. That's our seven bets. Again, we're hot. We're combined 26 and 14 on the season. We were combined five and one last week. We're as hot as it comes when it comes to betting on the NFL. Steven Rowland. Keep it rolling this week. Thanks for joining us. Again, our college football podcast is out on Apple Podcasts and our YouTube channel comes out every Wednesday around noon. And then our this podcast comes out every Thursday around noon, Apple Podcasts, YouTube channel. Check us out, grandgrindsports.com, Jimmy G's Big Three, Coffee with Krita out every week. And then our live Cowboys postgame show, obviously not this week because we have a bye. We'll be back next week with that. So get over to grandgrindsports.com and You can see everything we got going on. All right, Jimmy, have a great weekend, bud. We'll see you next week. You too, man. Have a good one. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.